Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas and today we're visiting with our friends from Crow Wing County and we have Crow Wing County Community Services Director Kara Terry with us today as well as Blade Program Coordinator Talia Broadhead. Ladies, welcome to Community Focus. Good afternoon. Thank yeah. you for having us. All right, let's uh, start with you, Kara, and uh, uh, talk to a little bit about uh, health care renewals and Medicare. Yeah, so... Or Minnesota Care, I guess. Yeah, thank you. We wanted to give a quick update. We want to make sure people are turning in their health care renewals, especially for their kiddos, even if the parents think they're no longer eligible due to their income. The child could still possibly be eligible, and the renewal is necessary to determine the eligibility. Mm. So people can go to the DHS website. That is mn.gov slash DHS slash Renew My Coverage all one word, for the most current information regarding their um, en enrollee renewals. Um, when the renewal is due, they need to watch their mailbox for information, and they will need their member number and their case number if they're going to log into that website that I just listed. Uh, if people are with a health plan, they can contact the plan to see when their renewal will take place. Minnesota care renewals will begin in October of 2023, and that will be for coverage effective January 1st of 2024. Super important for folks to also report any address or phone number changes. We don't want them to lose their health insurance. And also a new feature that DHS has, they can get text messages when they need to take an action on their case. They need to text 28343 to be connected with DHS, and they can get texts then on updates related to their case. Interesting. Now, Kara, yeah. I know it's kind of a long web address there that you gave over the air. Is that available, that information, on the county website somewhere so someone can actually see that? You know, that should be available on the front page of Crow Wing County. Otherwise, a simple Google search of Minnesota Department of Human Services would also get them there. And uh, people should work ahead on this health care coverage. As you said, it expires later this fall, but now is the time to uh, check eligibility and so on. Exactly. We don't want folks losing their health care coverage, and so it's really important that folks stay on top of the, their renewals and just make sure that everything's in order. Okay. If they need further help, can they call the county and, and, and look for some help there? Absolutely. It's 218-824-1204. Very good. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, now let's talk a little bit about Blade. And uh, Talia, if you will, for our listeners who might not know what Blade is all about, kind of give us an over overview, if you will. So Blade stands for Brainerd Lakes <clears throat> Area Drug Education, um, which was started in 2019. Um, it, is, um, <clears throat> it includes members of the sheriff's office and law enforcement, um, businesses in the community, and uh, we just are out providing awareness and drug prevention and supporting the recovery community. Yeah, and it, it really came about, Ken, as a, you know, a way to do something different. Because up until 2019, we saw an increase in the number of arrests for substance misuse. Our child protection numbers were going through the roof. So we partnered with our local law enforcement and said, how do we do things differently? We can't arrest our way out of the problem. Right. And so we decided to form the Blade Coalition. Um, our mission is actually to prevent drug abuse, 
protect our people and preserve our community. And we're so fortunate that we have a number of different community uh, providers and just members of the community involved in this work. Yeah, and that work, even though it started in 2019, has done some good, but mm -hmm. the need is still there, isn't it? Exactly right. We've got a lot of work to do, um, but we're really trying to engage the community, and we were able to work with Talia to come on board and uh, help us um, move this work forward. So if we have just a minute, uh, maybe Talia could give us a little bit of her story. Yeah, please, Talia. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, again, thanks for having me here. And I am so blessed to have the opportunity with Blade and my team with Minnesota Prevention and Recovery Alliance. Uh, my goal <clears throat> in this role is to encourage us all to come together and support the recovery community, bring drug awareness and prevention to our youth, and uh, just to promote that there is hope and we do recover and you just can't do it alone. And uh, are you part of that recovery community, Talia? Yes, I am. My motivation comes from surviving 20 years of meth addiction. This September will be seven years in recovery. Good for you. That's fantastic. You bring a lot of, uh, if you will, street cred uh, <laughs> to this position, don't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would say that. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I started using um, at the age of 15 with friends occasionally. It started with stealing my mom's cigarettes and smoking meat, weed. And my uh, and by 16, I had snorted my first line of meth. Mm. It didn't take long until it took over my entire life. Uh, there was a deep loneliness that drugs seemed to take away. There was not much exposure to resources like there is today. Many people talk about depression and anxiety, addiction uh, within the youth community and you know in in schools today. Uh, there's hotlines, anonymous hotlines, and uh, things that we just, as I, in high school, was not exposed to. Mm -hmm. uh, by the time I was 24, I was arrested with multiple felonies and facing many years in prison, though that did not stop me from continuing that lifestyle. Wow. A jail cell became all too familiar to me. And I have to give a shout out to Aiken County because I could never have survived my drug addiction if it was not for the intervention of law enforcement over the years. Uh, it didn't, it took um, until 2016 when I was last arrested. And um, after many years of my family begging me to enter Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, I chose to go. I completed that program in Minneapolis in 2017 over the last six years, I have an abundance of support from family and friends that could have easily given up on me, but did not. Addiction destroys a person spiritually, mentally, and physically. It takes a community to restore that in people. Helping others helps me in my recovery. Uh, I just recently was certified um, as a peer support specialist, and that is um, a growing resource um, throughout the throughout Minnesota, uh, coming alongside people that are struggling before, or after uh, facilities, jails, treatment centers, and so uh, that's kind of my hope is to bridge that gap and provide support. And there is an upcoming PRSS, Peer Recovery Support Specialist Training, mm -hmm. here in Brainerd, in August 21st through the 25th. 
uh, for that training, if someone has a story that might be similar to yours, would they be a great candidate for that training? Definitely. We take about uh, at least two years of sobriety, kind of have already walked out, utilizing the resources that then we can again provide. Yeah. Yeah. What a story. Yeah. We're really fortunate to have Talia come on board as a part of our team. We really value the experiences and the voices of those with substance um, use disorder and the families. We want to make sure that we're um, doing right by that community. We want to reduce the stigma associated with um, substance misuse, uh, kind of like the make it okay and the mental health work that we've been doing for quite some time. Yes. We want to do the same with uh, substance misuse. So. We're really fortunate to have Talia's perspective on all of this work as well. Thank you, Kara. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and Kara, I think you said it best when you said we can't arrest our way out of this problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So how else can we work with folks to help them get healthy, support the families, talk with kids about really good choices? And not everyone in their age groups are using substances. So Mm -hmm. really promoting the positive community norms as opposed to focusing on the number of kids that are using, who's not using, and why not? And how do we encourage that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, now, for those that would like some more information about Blade and some of the work that's going on, are there some community events that take place here or will anytime soon to find out more about Blade? Yeah, one of my amazing first projects uh, coming aboard is the recovery event that we're holding uh, Thursday, September 21st at Kiwanis Park here in Brainerd, and we're going to have amazing activities and a walk and just fellowship and community resources uh, from 4 to 7 p.m. Wonderful. All right. And I hope we can find out more about that uh, maybe on the county website. Please let us know about it because we'd love to promote that as well. Absolutely. We'll also be out at the Crow Wing County Fair. Blade will have a booth. Uh, we'll be giving away some um, bikes. So we want to encourage the kiddos to stop by and register for that drawing. Uh, we also have a really cool, um, it's a big coloring sheet. So all mm-hmm. community members can come together and do a, a little part of this coloring picture. And and then we'll post it around the community at different venues. So kind of a neat idea, something different. We did it in Arts in the Park as well this past weekend, and it was pretty popular. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of creativity is coming out of uh, the community. Excellent. Well, uh, we'll look forward to that. Um, how is Blade supported uh, financially, if you will? <laughs> That's a really good question. Um, very meagerly uh-huh. supported. Uh, currently, we have a budget through the Crowing County Sheriff's Office, okay. um, a very small budget that we utilize. Uh, we also are utilizing some of our opioid, the federal opioid settlement dollars. Mm. Um, that's how we've paid for Talia's position. Um, so we're looking at different ways to engage the community to learn more about how we both support Blade and how we support our community uh, with these federal opioid dollars. Crow Wing County is going to get a little over $2 million, potentially more depending on settlements, over the course of the next 18 years with that federal settlement. And so we really want to do really good work in the community and impact that opioid um, substance misuse that's been going on for years. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and do you know, is it still uh, bad in Crow Wing County? 
I did not bring the numbers today, but I can tell you that um, substance misuse, um, opioid-related substances, is still a very large issue. That's our number one reason for our child protection cases is parental substance misuse, yeah. um, and so it's and in our jails as well. And it's interesting because we have also folks with mental health issues, and it, you wonder what came first, right? Kind of like the chicken or the egg. Is it the mental health issues or the substance misuse? Are substances being used to deal with mental health issues? So we've got some pretty complex cases and folks that we really want to support and help get healthy. Um, it, it takes a while. It takes a village, for yes, sure. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know that's been talked about for a long time. Yeah. Are people self-medicating because of uh, mental health issues? Or does that come along after being on these drugs and being so frustrated not being able to get off? Exactly. So, yeah. very interesting. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear there is so much good work going on in the community, and we uh, applaud you for your efforts and all your partners that are involved in Blade because it's really it's a community effort as you said. Exactly. Excellent. All right. Um, uh, one last thing, Kara. Uh, let's just remind folks there's a public land sale auction coming up here this fall. Yeah, actually this Friday, July oh, 28th. Friday? Yeah. Wow. At 10 a.m. <laughs> uh, it'll be held inside of our land services building which is right behind the historic courthouse. We'll have over 140 tracks offered for sale, many reduced by 25%. The properties are located throughout the county with lots in Breezy Point, Whitefish Chain, and Malax Lake area. Say that three times fast. Mm-hmm. So there are many waterfront properties. Uh, 25 properties are 20 acres or greater. And if folks want to learn more about the auction, you can search our website at crowwing.gov or call land services at 218 218- Eight two four one zero one zero, and if folks are interested in bidding, they should show up a little early to get registered and get a bidding number. All right, and I just want to double check that date again. Uh, is it uh, this Friday or later in the month? Sorry about that. Later in the month, July twenty eighth. Okay. At ten a.m. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, here. Friday, July twenty eighth, and I would imagine that too. We can find out more information on the county website. That is correct. Very good. Crowing.us. Excellent. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, ladies, we are running out of time, but I want to say thank you for being here, Uh, especially Talia. Thanks for telling your story. Thanks for what you're doing in the community. Amen. Thank you. Kara, thank Thank you. you. Always a pleasure to have you here as well. Thank you so much. Our guests today, uh, Crow Wing County Community Services Director Kara Terry and Blade Program Coordinator Talia Broadhead. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime. They're on our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also find them on our free mobile app that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.